0: Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and talented wife, Miss Shell. Southern Shell, how are you today? Good. Good deal. And we got Tyler at the board. Tyler, you all right, man?
1: I'm doing awesome, man.
0: Awesome. Awesome. We're ready to kick this podcast off. Uh, First, Jill, I thought we would uh, go ahead and give our our reminder of the Palmer Home event we have going on. Do you want to do a little talking about the Palmer Home? I do. We're up to like thirty two hundred dollars. Awesome.
2: We have a fundraiser. Matt Bailey. He's raised helped us raise over a thousand.
0: Wow. So Matt's in the lead for the one of the free class tickets. Yes. Right? Yes. That's Matt great.
2: Is. That's great. Um, I was gonna ask Tyler. Can we put a link um to the fundraiser on all our podcast and video podcast descriptions? Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I set up this. Thing. It's been built out. But if you go to com forward slash Palmer, P-A-L-M-E-R, it'll take you where you need to be and give you all the information.
0: Good deal. We're raising that money for the Palmer home. It's a it's a local uh, children's home here in um, DeSoto County where we live in Hernando. And um, we get behind them because they do some great work for kids that are in need. They place them with parents. Uh, in actually homes, there's eight kids to one home with the mom and dad that live there with them full time on the Palmer Home Campus here in Hernando. And and uh, it takes $2,500 per kid at these homes to, to feed them for a year. So we took it upon ourselves to say we're going to we take pledged. one of the homes in. We we pledged $20,000 to feed eight kids for a full year at the Palmer Home. So that's why we're doing this fundraiser and we're, you know we're trying to raise these funds for a good cause. So appreciate the support.
2: Um, Jay from Tennessee Mojo came and filmed on Monday.
0: Yes, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> so it's so we're tuning up for Memphis in May, and I had that on my notes. So that's kind of you know give a Memphis in May right, update. On my, note,
2: my notes so,
0: hey. so Monday we last Monday we did film. Jay came, the defending Memphis in May rib champ from 2019, because we didn't get to cook last year. And he's going to defend, uh, and there's going to be man. There's usually 100. 130-something teams. I didn't count how many rib teams was going to be on it this year because they scaled Memphis and May back some. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to be going – he's going to be going up to get some, some stiff competition. We're going to be one of those teams. So <laughs> but trying he to came, knock him off. Yeah,
2: he came and filmed – and he gave his method. Like, this is what I did to win Memphis and May. Like, That's right. I, I said last, last year, but, you know. Last
0: time. Last time.
2: <laughs> um, but he, he let it – he –
0: he put it all out he there. He did. He got on camera. He did some talking <laughs> right to the camera. He didn't, you know. His style of videos, I don't know if you guys have seen Tennessee Mojo. Making
2: it Mojo. Making
0: it Mojo's his channel on YouTube. And that is my buddy Jay Durbin. He's from Tennessee and he does YouTube videos too, but he has his own style where he, he, uh, he cooks and he films it all, but then he comes back and he lays his audio over it and has a good time with it. And he's never really shown his face on camera. Yeah, he's starting to come around to it. That's just Jay style. You got to know Jay. I like know?
2: his videos. Yeah, I those are they're great. But I think
0: Jay's hilarious. So yeah. I, I mean, I was glad he come on and, uh, you know, and, and got in and jumped in with me and, and showed me how to cook something. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. I will
2: say, I learned several things from Jay.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
2: Um, with his process and he and. It was a dang good rib.
0: It was it was smooth, wasn't it?
2: It was a really good rib. You know, it was the kind of rib that you would expect to win Memphis May. Nothing was too crazy. It just made you go, hmm. You know. Yep. Tenderness was on point.
0: The ba- it was balanced. That's the way I would yeah. say it. The smoke balanced with the seasonings he put on. And you know when when we started cooking them, Jay's layering the rubs on. He used two rubs. He used his. And he's he's always he's used my hot rub for a long time. He uses it. You know he loves the color on it. and He loves the spice on it. And it don't have too much sugar. So it don't get too dark. You could pair it with something else, and so he was putting it to him. And I was like, "Man, that's that's a heavy seasoning, you know." (laughs) Out to me, it was, and that's what I, you know, we've been working on our recipe, tuning it up too. And I haven't been going near that heavy, so I'm fixing to step my seasoning game up. (laughs) but he only
2: uses those two rubs the entire cook the
0: entire time, and even as his finishing rub, he puts those in a little thumb grinder and grinds those over at the end, so so it it just
2: keeps the flavors the same. Same, yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. He, and it was, Jay says it's a simple recipe. There's nothing tricky about it. There's nothing yeah. fancy about it. This is just how he does it. And I think he he does that so well that it turns out for him. And I think that's why he won and maybe he did.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. It he has some little techniques that give him a really good finished product. And that video is going to come out. I think either, I think we have it scheduled for like the first week of May. So like in two or three weeks.
0: Yeah, we want. I wanted to be closer to Bay. Yeah, yeah. Instead of dropping it right now, I it give too many late. people time to start practicing on that recipe. <laughs> exactly. So we might wait yeah. to wake up and drop
2: it. It wasn't the plan, but when we were filming <laughs> it, I was thinking
0: that I was hey, like, we don't want to put this out too soon. Every ribbit Biff's a bay and start tasting like that.
2: I need to keep these secrets for myself for a little bit. Just for a little uh. bit,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> but we had a good time and it was a quick. Jay just came in for the day, so we didn't really get a chance to do a podcast. And we'll try to get him back though. Yeah. And maybe maybe we can get him to come back the week uh, we release that video after we release it and then he can sit down and we can do a podcast. Yeah,
2: and talk about it. He'll probably be in town for Memphis and May. Maybe he can swing through yeah. and, and do it.
0: So he was on, I think we had him on in 19 to do a podcast. We've had him 19? twice. We've we had him on twice.
2: I think one time he went into the.
0: Calls it. I don't remember that one. I remember him coming to the or maybe last... it was just the bedroom. He, yeah, I don't remember that.
2: He, he only came to the um, old podcast studio. That's the only one
0: I remember. But we've I actually may be wrong. had
2: three podcast studios.
0: This is the fourth. <laughs> what what do you? So we were in the closet. <laughs> then we came out of the closet <laughs> to the bedroom. That's when we came out, and then and then we had the MacIntyre.
2: Yeah,
0: little uh nail parlor, the, the the dungeon. We had the podcast in the dungeon. There at the nail parlor, and now we have here, yeah, On Whitfield. So that's the fourth. Where's it going after this one?
2: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Jamaica, hopefully. Jamaican Yeah, that would be nothing. I would.
0: I would totally be down with that. Me too. Be down with that one, Tyler. That would suck, wouldn't it? To have to go to Jamaica to do podcast. You imagine? Oh, man, I know. just get me down.
2: Um. It'd be a whole different type of podcast. So. Yeah, it'd be a whole different <laughs> podcast.
0: We'd be casting. Um, So you did cast. Rimpy this week. I did. And so that, you know, I always like going on with Gray. He does a good show. I mean, Barbecue that's kind of what, you know, we, we've looked up to him and got to doing our podcast because of his Barbecue Central show, yeah. you know. um, And he's had me on, man, I think just the third season. He had it figured out. I think it's my third season on there. Really? Doing doing the first Tuesday of every month, like I do the first segment. Yeah, you're a. And I've been doing it for a while, so we were talking about that Reaper challenge, and he's like, you know, so I, I challenged him to do it, and we sent him some Reaper jerky, and he did it. He he did it on the podcast. I think he might have regretted it, but he did
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> he sent some message that said, "Uh, I'm regretting it today." Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> next day
0: still. It's a double regret. <laughs> yeah, but no, he tried. And uh,
2: did he eat the whole bag?
0: No, he just pulled out a monster-sized piece and kind of ate on it as the segment went on, and you could tell he was, it was starting to build up because I mean th- that Reaper jerky tastes really good, but then it kicks in, and that mm-hmm. and uh, someone chimed in on his that that's a sign of you know you've got some real deal. It's not like fake Reaper. That's yeah. some, that's that's the that's nature the of that pepper. Yeah. yeah. It comes on, and it does, and it usually burns for a good twenty, thirty minutes. <laughs> if you eat the whole bag, I don't. I've never ate the whole bag. I've got to do it. I don't want to do it. Want to pay? <laughs> I just know that's going to be a bad day. I've been putting it off. We're waiting till How we get these shirts in. We've yeah. got some t-shirts made. I got to send Greg one. Don't let him forget. When we get those okay, in. Send okay. Greg a Reaper shirt.
2: He was wearing. uh This is my bar. Yeah, he Reacher had
0: the. I'd like that too. That was awesome. Um. <laughs> But no, um, and shout out to Greg for uh, bringing up the Palmer Home thing too, man. He's he's pushing that and he's challenged his listeners to to help raise money for it. And he actually uh, during that show he was doing a match. If someone put up, I, I think I forget how much it was. He was matching, so it was like a thousand. Yeah, I think bucks it was a thousand dollars. Yeah, it was something crazy. It was a lot. I was like, dang, Greg, Greg must be rolling. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, we're excited. I hope to get him here uh, when we do that cooking the you know cooking with Malcolm or whatever we're going to call it for the for those winners.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: maybe Greg get to come. That'd be cool.
2: We could do some content with him, Heck definitely. Yeah. Um, but he didn't cry.
0: No, no, he took it like Did a he man. Sweat. Yeah, he has. He had sweat popping out, nose running. It wasn't crying. I mean, it would not Now the first time I ate it, I ain't gonna lie. Well, I, I ate some of the the Reaper, and then we got the hot AF, which which is. Uh, ghost pepper so I I was eating some of I should have sent Greg a bag of that too so he could do the double <laughs> I don't know what you'd even call that ghost reaper ghost is it Carolina reaper and, and, and ghost peppers am I right yeah so you eat both of those types of jerkies and at the same time I could do it
2: you were sweating your eyes were running your nose was running oh yeah but
0: see so the ghost pepper stuff is like bam right in your face there ain't no delay on it it's like as soon as you eat it, it automatically goes to flames, and then the Reaper kicks in. Once you think that's tapering <laughs> off, and neither one of them taper; they just keep building, and then you're just nothing works. Horsemen <laughs> of the Apocalypse challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, I mean, but they're both good. They, they taste good if you can stand the heat. Some people love it. Mm, not me. Not you. It's too much.
2: I mean, I like a little heat. I say, I tell you what, Jay's ribs had. A pretty good little heat on them But they weren't too much you yeah. know?
0: He used I like a little heat I can't remember the name of that honey That he used But it was like a uh, spicy honey
1: mm-hmm.
0: That went in his wrap It was in this little black bottle Bees knees Bees knees That's what it was Yeah Man it, Okay but That with the hot rub paired really good
2: Yeah
0: And then he put some bacon fat Off in the wrap too Yeah <laughs> What? <laughs> no, you know I have, it tasted good. I've it's never just, seen anybody put bacon fat in their I've never in put bacon wrap. fat and rib wrap. I've used bacon fat. I stuff, do
2: not hate the idea. I got to tell I, don't hate, I don't hate the idea. And um, we've been
0: practicing Memphis and Mays too. So yep. we've and been.
2: we've had a lot of people asking questions about Memphis and May, about being like an attendee of Memphis and May. And I thought we might address some of that.
0: Yeah. So here's what we know we yeah. only know what they're telling us. And it ain't a whole lot. It's,
2: we used we knew how it used to flow
0: right so this year they to get in as um what do you call it spectator or an attendee not a competitor yes. you have to pre-buy your tickets there will be no tickets sold at the gate
2: and they're only 12 so, bucks they're not
0: yeah, bad it's not like it's super expensive yeah. but you don't there's no more three-day passes you have to buy a ticket for every day you go thursday friday or saturday um and I guess you go to org, but I don't know if it's a Ticketmaster event or what. Ticketmasters in Memphis is usually where all tickets are sold to events, but I don't know if they're using that or if you just go to dot spell spelled out, spell out MemphisAndMade.org, and there's a barbecue, World Championship barbecue <laughs> link. But you go there and you get the info to get your tickets. Now, once you get there, it's going to be. Totally different because they're limiting the number of people. They're going to be real strict about it. We've heard there's going to be mask required at all times. Um, I ain't wearing no mask all the time. Uh, once I'm inside my booth, there's going to be. There had to be some police to keep that. Yeah, I don't know going how they're going gonna... to have mask police like they do the green police. I mean, it's
2: an outdoor event.
0: But what they've done, they spa- they space the teams out. We've got more sized booths, and we're supposed to not be as crowded but i believe that when i see it because mm-hmm. it, cause it look, from the map it looks like there's somebody on right either, either side of us so there's no i would have liked it if they gave us six foot around our booth extra <laughs> that would have been perfect there's no patio team there's no patio division this year um there's only the pros um
2: so what do you get let's so let's talk about what you get with your 12 dollar ticket you, you get in that's you, it yeah that's
0: it <laughs> You get in; you're not guaranteed to be in anybody's booth. So they're supposed to be keeping the number of, of people in the booth down. Mm-hmm. Like you can only have so many uh, people. So these big parties that that usually go on at Memphis and May are not going to be happening in the same scope they were. Um, you know, it used to be where if you got to the park uh, by lunch, it was open every day for free, so people could come in, go to a lunch, go back out. Now um, that's not; they're not open for lunch at all. They are giving us teams like. So many lunch tickets depending on the size of your booth. So, like, our booth is a 34 by 56, and I think we get 30. Don't quote me on this, but I think it's like 30 lunch tickets each day. That's all the people we can have in there. Um, but that includes plus our 15 that we get, so it's like 30, you know, it's like what's Is the 40 max something? You're both can hold. Yeah, but I don't know that they're, they're going to tell us what the max is, surely. That you can't have over 50 people in there at one time yeah. or whatever, but it's based on. Uh, size like six foot around it for six foot per every person or something crazy like that um
2: but also once you get your lunch ticket and get inside they're basically going to kick you back You've out. Only got a couple hours yeah. they're clearing the
0: park again so and then they're going to start ticketed sales coming in and monitoring and once they reach capacity they're cutting that off too so yeah. it's going to be totally. I don't know what I don't know what it's going to be like. People were, we're just asking, speculating,
2: and and people were asking about the pit pass, and I'm like, eh, I don't think you understand. I don't know what the pit pass really is.
0: So normally, pit pass, there's so many teams sign up for, uh, uh, so it's basically a tour. Yeah, basically go, a tour. So, uh, t- but we, you only
2: get to go to the people that have volunteered to that's be right. part of
0: it. You don't get to go in everybody's booth. It's only the ones that have signed up to be a part of the pit pass or you know pit tour. Uh, it's not a contest. I guess it is a contest in a way. Kingsford's doing a a contest thing where people you come out, you sign up, yeah. yeah, and then you go to certain booths and you try some of their shoulder, and I guess you vote on it. But they're doing. I, I saw the thing where they're bringing fifteen people at a time for like your time is like an hour and a half or something like that. Yeah. So there'll be some teams involved in that. We usually don't do that stuff. There's, I mean, typical year for us at Memphis and May, our booth stays packed anyway. We've got people lined up to get in, and we're you know we're we're trying to talk to everybody and have a good time and all that at the same time. So we don't have time to to do these tours and things like that. Yeah, I different. show everybody my pets and talk to them. If you come by and see me, I'm usually up front doing that anyway. So it's
2: you see Malcolm out front. You can stop by and say
0: hey. yeah. You can stop by and say hey. I can't guarantee you you'll get in the booth this year. Normally we we let people come in and talk to us, but I don't know what it's going to be like for, you know this year. So I'll at least try to make every effort i can to talk to everybody that comes by me yeah that's that's the best i can do
2: we try to usually get out of there kind of early too
0: yeah the party and uh, there's one i'll pick one night and that'll be my party night because that's all <laughs> i can do i'm not and i wouldn't be worth crap on saturday if i did it on friday night so yeah. it won't be friday it's usually thursday yeah that's my night to stay later than i don't, than i should i'm not closing it down and all that no it no. ran out you get sp-
2: tired of being down there after a while. Well,
0: I'd like to get there early. Yeah. I'd like to get there in the morning. Well, and we usually stay all have day.
2: inspections and yeah. turn ins and have that's to prep right. and get ready. So we got to get there early. And then you've been out there all day using a porta john and <laughs>
0: yeah, ready, you for, you know. ready for a hotel or go back to the yeah. house and take a real shower. But that's, you know, the, as far as members and May, that's all we know is it's going to be different. There's going to be rules, new rules, and they're going to be spacing us out.
2: I don't and really know the what number to of people's people. going to be.
0: Yeah, and I, I've heard that, you know, your some tickets only get you into like the vending area, then some tickets get you into the cooking area. I don't know how they're going to divide all that. I
2: don't but, know how they're going to run people off after lunch with the lunch tickets. Oh,
0: I know right? how they—they're good at running people off. They'll do a thing, <laughs> and they do that every. You know. Yeah, they do it at night now. Yeah. And they get out, so it won't be impossible for them to do. But tickets are going to be. Uh, short supply yeah
2: if you're interested get your tickets now
0: definitely and as we get as we learn ahead. more we'll we'll be sure to share it on our podcast yeah. and so you've been you've been questions. practicing we have uh, um me and mark and brian have been uh really we're cooking on the bfo this year that's the the big freaking outlaw and um we've been learning that pit you know it, it every pit cooks different so you got to put some time in with them and what we've really been, we had not really been concentrating on the flavor as much now as we have the texture of the rib that's where to me this contest is won or lost in your texture so we're nailing it down on you know how long we're going to smoke the rib how long we're going to wrap the rib how long we're going to hold the rib and how long are we going to finish the rib and once we get that dialed in and we, we're We've got our texture pretty much where we want. we figured out how long it takes and what temp we need to cook at and where the spots on the grill we want to put, show ribs versus blind ribs versus um, final ribs and all that. So now it's time to go to work on what we're putting in the wrap. We're trying to, you know, get those flavors lined in so they go with the seasonings we're going to put on it. We're just experimenting with some things and taking notes. And by the time Madison May gets here, we'll be able to do it in our sleep.
2: That's the plan. That's
0: the plan, yeah. Uh, and all I gotta do is talk about it.
2: How many uh <laughs> how many uh practice cooks do you think you got ahead of you? Do you think you can fit more in
0: before moving some between now and moving some uh, you know, twenty. No way. I, we're gonna cook we're gonna at least cook how many more weeks do we Today's have? the ninth. So okay. we're gonna we're planning on cooking Eight. a case of ribs One, every week at two, least. Three. And then four. that'll take three or four cooks. Each one probably we do about six. You got four, maybe five weeks. Yeah, I can get twenty. Twenty more.
2: <laughs> that's my goal. So that
0: we're gonna be sick of ribs by the time we get to Memphis four, in May. You're not gonna want to Four practices ribs. every week. Four a week? Yeah, that's much. We'll do three a week. <laughs>
2: okay, that I could see.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of ribs. So you're it?
2: telling me we don't have any weekends off?
0: Oh no, there's you yeah, had in, in July. I think that's our next off weekend. Yeah, it is. We've got next weekend. Is next weekend uh Fergalicious coming? No. Or is it two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, that's good. I've got that on my notes to talk about too.
2: Um, we also had a new outlaw show up at the <laughs> shop today.
0: Man, she's a fancy. That's what that's what I named her. <laughs> it's fancy. There's her one chance putting her putting her out there. There's her one chance. Fancy don't let me down. <laughs>
2: But are you cooking on her at yeah. Memphis M.A.? Heck yeah, we are. Yeah. That and the BFO. So you got two yeah.
0: big. Take like a big horse, the BFO, <laughs> yeah. big hoss, and Miss Fancy. That's the two pits <laughs> we're taking. <laughs> Why is that funny?
2: Big hoss and Miss Fancy. That's it. That's
0: who we're going to bat with. I only get one shot.
2: See, I had on my note you needed to name the new red one.
0: Oh, I've already got that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a great name for her. It she is. looks fancy, doesn't yeah. she? She's all dolled up. What did Fancy's mama tell her? If she wants a new dancing dress, <laughs> turned her loose, put her out on the streets, told her to go find her a benevolent man, one that's real charitable. <laughs> I don't know what all that means, but I think I do. I got an idea what Reba was singing about. When I was a kid, I had no idea what Reba was thinking uh, about. Trap star. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I remember when I hit a teenage, I was-
0: Oh, I understand now. (laughs) But yeah, so that's going to be our pits. We're going to cook on it in May.
2: Um, So today I was going to talk about some barbecue trends or food trends we've been seeing here lately.
0: Yeah. So what's the first (laughs) one that came to your mind?
2: Bacon-wrapped Oreos. We have not tried those, and I really want to. You know,
0: those came out last year. People were doing those. I remember Matt Pittman did them. Yeah. Like they were doing them, and he did them on Traeger. Uh, I hadn't tried them, but I know that I, I put those Oreos in those slutty brownies. I did on TikTok, my Thick Girl Brownies, and they were jam up with the uh, – I tore some of my bacon jerky up, so mm-hmm. I know. How can an Oreo wrapped in bacon be bad? I, the only thing I think that would make it better is, like, if you, after you got it s- smoked or cooked on the cooker where the bacon was done – you took it and you dunked it in chocolate and put it on oh, a rack, right. and let it hard like a like a piece of candy, you know. And yeah. so it was a chocolate coated bacon wrapped Oreo. Or had some- Tyler, we might have to do that on TikTok. Yeah, take it to take
2: a whole other level. level.
0: Yeah. Well, I you know how
2: I dip those pretzels at Christmas time. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that pretzel rod thing. Yeah, that, that would be excellent.
2: We could do that.
0: Uh, so I've seen. Have y'all seen this that people have been doing where they take a piece of bacon, and they twist it up, and they make like a, and they cook it, twist it up. So it gets crispy on the outside, but it's still a little chewy on the inside. It makes like a pretzel stick, but it's uh, it looks like a twisted pretzel, but it's a piece of bacon.
2: How thick is the bacon? Just like just regular? bacon or
0: whatever. Or, yeah. yeah. You probably couldn't do thin. I don't know. It looks like something you'd stick down to Bloody Mary or something. Yeah. But that's what got me thinking. If you did those and dunked those in chocolate, those would be good, too.
2: Heck, yeah. How do they keep the shape?
0: You just twist them like. You grab the ends and just kinda of twist it like a candy cane mm-hmm. or whatever and then you just lay it down and it holds on a sheet it. pan and it cooks all twisted up. So it has some depth, you know, thickness to it. So you get it's some not crunchy. super thick, yeah.
2: You get some crunchies on the ends, right, some right. chewy on the inside. That's
0: right. But I did I've, I've noticed that. That's one that I've seen people doing here lately. The um another one that's I guess it's came on last year too, and I'm not sure I'm saying it like but it's like Burria tacos. Do y'all know how to I can't roll my R's can y'all you know do y'all know what i'm talking about but real yeah it's some it's that's closer than i got but really. yeah but really. that's but it really. Right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's an exotic, Tyler. Like, like Antonio Banderas.
1: <laughs> just, say it
0: again. How'd you say that?
1: Barilla. Barilla. <laughs> yeah. That
0: reminds me of Pussy Boots. Mock used to watch all the time, or that cat talk like that. <laughs> but yeah, but have you seen these tacos? Man, they are awesome. Is they, it where
2: they cut like a split and roll them? No, no, no. We'll oh, talk okay. about that one. Okay. That's
0: one I was going to say too. But this one, so they take, um, like, they take some. Uh, beef short ribs bone in they take some oxtail and they take some beef shanks they brown them up Dang. and you brown them up and then you put you know take them out and then you put some onions and some garlics and some seasonings and you take like um all these different dried peppers take the seeds out put them in there and put them in the pot so you braise them down Yeah. you put that brown meat back in that pot you use beef stock and you know all these other spices and it makes this red sauce like after the, after hour you pull the chilies out, and you put them in a food processor to give them some thickness, and you put them back in the pot with the meat and all that. And you let it cook and thicken. Then when the meat's done, you take everything out, shred the meat, and then they take corn tortillas and they dip it down in this. Uh, they call it's like a consommé. You know, it makes this sauce. It's like a red beefy layer of fat kind of floating on top. Oh, yeah. Consummate sauce. It's all, you know, it's not chunk. Everything's out of it, so it's just the broth, really, yeah. like a reddish chili broth. They dip that uh, corn tortilla in there, like dunk it, and then put it in a skillet with a little bit of oil. Put your meat on it, and they put some of this um, Mexican, I think you say Casillo cheese. It's like a Me- It's like a Me- Mexican string cheese. It's like a, a, a baby Monterey Jack. It's a Monterey Jack before it's aged. But it has a texture of like string cheese, like mozzarella string cheese sticks. Mm-hmm. So it super melts. You put that on there and you fold it up and you just kind of crisp that shell up, with that sauce on it. And it makes this reddish looking taco melt. If you think of a taco melt. Is it open
2: faced? No, it's folded in? up. Yeah. So
0: you, you do it like a grilled cheese. Like yeah. you flip it. And so oh, you're gotcha, grilling betcha. both sides. And then they pour, like they ladle some of that sauce in, a, in like a ramekin or dipping cup. Put some fresh sweet onions on it and some cilantro, and you dip that taco in that sauce. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes.
1: don't that sound so yes. good?
0: And I, I've never made these, but I've got. I mean, that's something that's been going. I think I think Matt posted one of those. I, I, I get inspiration from what Matt posted. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, dang, how do how do we say those tacos, butter? <laughs> butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm doing those. I don't know how. I, I don't mean, know if it's gonna be a, like. I'm just gonna cook them to try them. You know, you've
2: done something very similar. You just hadn't dunked the, the, hadn't shell, dunked the shell and and, and yeah. use that cheese. That's right. You know. That's right. But you've done like the the broke smoked, down, yeah,
0: beefy taco with the peppers and all that stuff. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, take that meat. Give me some big chunks of beef, whether it's bone in or not, fatty beef. You need something. The
2: bone like, makes the best chuck, kind yeah. of.
0: throw them on the grill get some color on them then move them over to the dutch oven do all that braise on them on the dutch oven with it open a little bit cooking down and then cover it up and then dunk the tacos and that do the whole thing and then do them on a cast iron skillet just set the skillet right there the flat you know the round flat one set it on the grill do that to it and dunk them
2: you know we're gonna have matt on the show next week we can we're gonna talk about about that yeah Yeah,
1: we're gonna talk about that for sure y'all ever been to taco and yano's in memphis no, I've never heard truck. of it. It's like a famous food truck. I think there's four locations, and they have something like just like that. It really? Is, it is awesome. Oh, that
0: sounds like a uh, lunch trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: get that set up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I need to ask La Siesta if they can make those. They'll
2: do whatever you want.
0: Malcolm special, too. <laughs> yeah. Need some new tacos. Gloria.
2: Have you seen the bacon-wrapped onion rings?
0: Yeah, those have been around a long time. I had not never tried them, though. I don't... Yeah, I like bacon wrap. Anything you see, Mark? You saw Mark's stuff. He I bacon had that wrap on this it. week. Yeah, bacon wrap
2: donut holes.
0: I'm trying those too. I'm gonna TikTok those.
2: Those were really good, and he took time with them. Like he, you know, got them all pretty and flipped them halfway through, and
0: yeah, and he caramelized really the sauce on both sides. And They look good. They looked jam up. Yeah, I want to try them. We weren't here. You know, he did those for demo day. What were we doing that weekend? It's my birthday. Okay, so they did. He did a demo at the shop and try. He was just wanting to do something quick to show. How these Traegers can do other stuff other than just the main barbecue thing. Yeah. So he came up with that idea and he said they were so good. He was going to do a video on it. And I guess he recorded that last week and dropped it.
1: And man, they look good. Yeah, they did. Um, did you try those? You weren't here that day, were you? I showed up 45 minutes after he made the post that they were up and they were already gone. Oh, really? I yeah. got here. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, we were out of town. Um, Did you see
2: us, uh, Heath did a barbecue pulled pork dip?
0: Really? Yeah. So what was it like a cream it cheese cream dip? Cheese. Um,
2: he basically took cream cheese. Yeah. Cheese.
0: Uh, like shredded cheddar sh- or something. Shredded
2: cheddar. Uh, sauce. Um, sour cream. Pulled pork. Uh, I don't think he used sour cream.
0: So it's like crack dip, but barbecue dip. Kinda. It was basically yeah, I can get down on that. Oh, it looked really, really good. Yeah. He
2: covered it all in like you know shredded cheese and mm-hmm. it was pulled pork. Salt was it cream hot? Cheese? Or yeah. just
0: cold. Okay. Oh, he
2: threw it on the smoker, got it all bubbling. Oh, hot. okay, it would be like you. a you know like your Frank's buffalo Red chicken hot. dip, yeah. but
0: it's made with barbecue, but
2: with barbecue flavor. Yeah, kinda.
0: I was thinking like that cold, you know, the crack dip you do with the bacon in it. Yeah. Why couldn't you just put barbecue in that? You could. You'd have to. That would be good. You
2: couldn't use like shredded. Why not? Well, you'd have to pop it, you know, like.
0: Oh yeah, no chop it, chop it, yeah, yeah chop yeah, it yeah. really yeah. good. It's like a terrible chip beef that people used to put in dips. I love you know, that chip beef, Granny Dips, like <laughs> all that. It's I love that Granny dip. It's like I don't know, bad beef in a jar. That's <laughs> it's like the cheapest kind of jerky, all chopped up. You like that stuff?
2: I like that cheese ball my grandma makes. That's the a, yeah, that's
0: what I'm. You, have you had that, toddler? That's what I was about to say. Yeah. Cheese ball, it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Like it's like they took the Alberto, the worst jerky bait, Alberto. Alberto <laughs> jerky, chopped it all up, put it in a jar. Then you're supposed to mix it and mess up a good cheese ball. <laughs> I'm putting that in there, and then they put it in other stuff too. So that, that must that's some old thing where people knew what was good.
2: So something else I saw that I really want to try. They took they did a barbecue chicken monkey bread. So basically, they did monkey bread, savory, like savory. Yeah. They did, like, salt, pepper, you know, butter, salt, pepper. Um,
0: they used biscuits? Or yeah, it, they cut they?
2: biscuits into force, rolled it in some butter, salt, pepper, onions, red onions, um, you think some you could cheese, th- and then threw in uh, pulled chicken and barbecue sauce and baked it.
0: Do you think you could do that with those Rhodes frozen little Parker House rolls? You got to let those rise. Would they not? Like, if you got them all piled in there and dunked in butter, they wouldn't rise? It'd just be a conglomeration of... Different kind of dough, I guess. It would just
2: taste, you know how like when you taste a pizza crust that tastes like they didn't let the dough rise?
0: Oh, yeah. It's It's got
2: that, the yeast hadn't escaped properly or something Um, flavor.
0: I'm with you. The biscuits, you just use canned biscuits. Yeah, they're already
2: ready to go. But anyway, you basically make monkey bread savory and throw some barbecue sauce and and smoked chicken in there. I'd get down with that. They didn't use barbecue chicken. They just had like
0: canned chicken. Yeah but it
2: looked w- really like really good. You.
1: It's got some of my favorite
2: things in there. Cheese, bread, butter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> garlic probably. Yeah, garlic. <laughs> it can't be bad. Now back to those uh, tortillas you were talking about. That's where they they kind of do like a quesadilla with you take a big round burrito-sized tortilla and you cut a slit in it from one side like from the center out to an edge. And then you load it with like four different toppings. And you fold it each time to where it folds up into a triangle, mm-hmm. and it's got layers, so it's it's like a souped up quesadilla, and you grill it on both sides too. So that's mm-hmm. what that's what you're talking about there. I've seen that's a trend that's been yeah, uh, I've um, seen that. It's people putting all kinds of stuff in those.
2: Yeah, I bet you could make that instead of going savory, you could make that sweet.
1: Maybe could. Nutella. <laughs> yeah,
0: chocolate. Just like a marshmallow.
1: Yeah, marshmallow. <laughs> Some dude did it with a big waffle, and he did chicken and waffles. Folded it, uh, folded the know, waffle like that. Oh, like
0: that. huh, that's different. Have you seen those people cooking in the waffle, doing all the different stuff in the waffle irons?
2: Yeah,
0: they're doing some weird stuff in those. Man, not it's not waffles. <laughs> <laughs> put cake batter in them, and what's uh, some crazy ones? I've seen, I've seen somebody cook a steak in one, and a waffle. Iron? Yeah, it was like a, it's like a horrible George Foreman gone wrong. Yeah, you know? it's like there's no way that's good. They did it though. You see, I see all this stuff on TikTok. My, my TikTok's gone to like crazy food stuff. <laughs> Which is cool because, you you know, you see people trying different stuff. It's a lot lot of people experimenting out there. You did, um, was it
2: a blue cheese waffle you did?
0: I did. It was a cornbread.
2: Cornbread waffle.
0: But I did. I did it with a chicken. It was like. You did
2: Nashville. No. That's what you did. Mm -hmm. Blue cheese biscuits with the Nashville. Yeah.
0: yeah. But the waffle was just like my take on chicken and waffles. Then I did a cornbread waffle. It might have had it was like a jalapeno corn barbecued wasn't it? chicken and waffles, yeah that was good too that worked out excellent really it's like it made like a cornbread fritter I need to do that again with, it was uh, really good make those you put cheese and jalapenos in it like martin's do yeah, you know you could do you could do that waffle style and fold it up that'd be good,
2: so you did cornbread waffles with um cheddar cheese and ha- that's what I mean. it was like, it was like a
0: uh, Mexican cornbread's what I call that.
2: Yeah. Kinda. Um, I've seen people doing a lot of barbecue bologna.
0: You can never go wrong with it. That's <laughs> like not new. It's like novelty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've been doing that for years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, barbecue bologna is nothing new to me. <laughs> Mississippi prime ribs what I call it. We eat that all the time. Well, I, I cooked some at deer's camp. That was, yeah. that was what we ate on for a while. You cannot mess barbecue bologna up. You can get fancy, and cut designs. You know, score it to where it opens up and stuff.
2: If you come to Memphis May and make it to the booth,
0: you're gonna have barbecue bologna. <laughs> that will be an option. Yeah, we cooked some at the grand opening. The bologna bites? Yeah, there's like little burnt ends of bologna.
2: People are like, "What is this?" Yeah,
0: you know how something I hadn't seen though is people do it. So, do you remember when I did the barbecue bologna and I cut it into thick steaks and then I put it on the grill grates on the PK and seared mm-hmm. it, and glazed it? That's awesome. Well, why don't uh, you could do that on the Blackstone, you know, smoke your bologna and then glaze it up and then throw it over on the flat top and then just man, make the best bologna cheese sandwich you ever ate. Ooh, that would be good.
2: You know, a lot of these food trends are on kind of Blackstone cooking.
0: There's a lot. That's a big one. Now people are yeah. really, I guess, I guess people realize they can get out of their house and cook. So they're putting all these different grills and, you know, tools outside and Blackstone just happens to be one of the big names in flat top cooking. And so it's, you can cook some awesome stuff. It's, it's like you're at the Waffle House, <laughs> <laughs> you know, right there. You're, you're, anything they're cooking, or or some bocce you can do. Yeah, I'm seeing all kinds of stuff. Fried, fried rice. rice, man. I saw some. Uh, some dude did some brisket fried rice the other day. It looked awesome on the Blackstone. He just took some of his leftover brisket, you know, cut it up. He did the whole fried rice with the eggs and the butter and the soy sauce, just like you were at yeah bocce, and then the tossed the brisket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, smash
2: burgers.
0: Those have been real big. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I watched this one video the other day. The the whole reason I started thinking about you know these trends and stuff is because uh, I watched this one video where this guy was explaining that you don't smash your burgers more than once. You Mm. smash them the first time, get them flat. If you smash them again, all you're doing is pushing all the beef fat out. Which kind of makes sense to me.
0: I can get, I can get that. Yeah. That's always whenever I do a smash burger recipe, there's always people that say you're not supposed to mash burgers. (laughs) It's like the Burger Police. Like, they, I mean, maybe it does, maybe it don't. I mean, I don't know. I'm getting enough flavor in there with seasonings and onions. I'm cooking with it and all that stuff, and it's still juicy. In fact, it's probably the most greasiest way to make a hamburger.
2: I agree. But man, and I mean, it's good.
0: If it ain't running down both your forearms when you're eating one of those, something's wrong.
2: And it gets that crust. Yep, you know, you yep. got that crunch,
0: and it's that it's you get a good. lot of
2: flavor in that. Yep. You know,
0: it's not the prettiest burger, but man, it tastes good. What do you like better? Do you like so? Do you like that flat top smashed burger, or do you like um like a no no flip smoked burger, or do you just like an old Weber grilled burger? What's your favorite?
2: All, I really do. I like them all equally. I think they all kind of have. They're They're all all, different, mm -hmm. you know.
0: I agree. I agree. It's like steaks. I mean, I like them cooked different ways. Yeah, as long as you ain't so vegan. I like a good char grilled steak, and I like one that's been in cast iron. Yeah. And I like one that's been reverse seared. So. They
2: all have their own characteristics. They all have things to like about them. I'll get sometimes I'll get in a mood for a smash burger, you know, or a, just yeah. A, a good, sometimes you want
0: that greasy diner burger. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want picnic style. That's yeah. just like it's cooked on a park grill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes you want them fancy. That's the, to me that's that old no flip. Takes a little bit longer, but this you get the smoke flavor to it, so it's just different, you know. You
2: do, and those burgers are really juicy too. Usually,
0: those are probably the easiest to cook. Too, they are you have to do nothing to them; just put them on their little go, and, and
2: they don't they they keep their shape yeah. a lot, you know.
0: Not hammered with as much heat.
2: Yeah. Any other food trends that you see, Tyler? Do you you see?
1: You guys covered pretty much everything that popped into my head. When yeah, when I said that's my food trend. yeah, like the crunch wrap. Um, anything chocolate dipped, any crazy desserts. I saw uh people making cheesecake balls, dipping them in white chocolate and dark chocolate and
0: Yeah, Heath got on another one the other day. It was that have you seen this one where they take the feta cheese, the block of feta cheese, yes. and they drizzle it with olive oil and they put all this stuff around it and they it and they put it in there and then they mix it all up and make a pasta with it.
2: I wanna try that. Heck like yeah,
0: it looks awesome. Ashley and I made
1: that. It was awesome. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Have you you've made it with the feta and all that? Yeah. Or
2: so yeah. do you cook your noodles separately
1: or yeah. do you throw it in there? You keep your you cook your noodles separately. You keep, I think it's a fourth cup of the pasta water. Yeah. And it mixes in with the feta to make almost like a sauce with yeah. the crushed up tomatoes. And it's it's potent. If you do not like feta, you will not like it. Yeah. If you like feta, it's delicious. I
0: do. Love, I love feta. Mm-hmm. But I could see you could do that with cream cheese and make a sauce. I mean, you could do it. You, know, oh, you, you could yeah. do a little some, cream
2: cheese, a little goat cheese. Yeah, you know. yeah,
0: mix it up. Maybe some blue to get it strong. Yeah. That would be good. Then they have them where they put the spinach in there with it, and they put, you know, so that. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? It it looks really good. I
2: love a good pasta with some, you know, spinach and tomatoes and stuff. I like tomatoes hot. To me, when tomatoes are hot. Those
0: little, like, cherry tomatoes, the little heirlooms, the different color ones, when they're hot, and they just kind of bust in your mouth. Those are really
1: good. Yeah, they are. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And I think that's what you use for that recipe, isn't it? Yeah. You use little cherry tomatoes. you kind of, like,
1: smash them up a little bit. Not, like, too much, but a little bit, so it gives it kind of like a your whole sauce kind of gets tomato-y.
2: But that was all the food trends I had. But I wanted to take a little time because people were asking and I thought it was good.
0: Put your phone down. I'm trying, I got this my list. Oh, okay. I'm trying to see what I hadn't talked about.
2: <laughs> what do you- I was going to talk to you about when you first started barbecuing. When I first started barbecuing, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll tell you, did you Fergie's have anything
0: coming. else? Uh, Fergie's coming,
2: yeah, he's coming, yeah. No, I had some questions. I was going to talk to you about when you first started barbecuing. Since we didn't do a recipe this week, I was like, what can I talk to Malcolm about? Hey, I'm cool with that. So I try to ask questions that I really don't even know the answer to. Let's
0: do, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like fun to me.
2: What was the first thing you remember barbecuing by yourself?
0: I got asked this last night. Oh, really? On a, on a podcast I did with those uh, Grab Them and the Brisket guys. The first thing that I remember barbecuing, um, I really I, I don't know for a fact but I'm pretty sure we had two of these bathtubs that were like metal bathtubs and the drain pipe come out, you know, on the bottom of the old bathtub. So one of them was the bottom of the grill and it had, that was the intake and you turned it the opposite way and it was hinged to where the lid would open up and it kind of closed off. That's what we cooked on. And we tried to cook. And the other vein
2: was, or the
0: other. Yeah. It was the, was like the exhaust yeah. on the opposite side. So it flow through. Did kinda, it cook well? Uh, no, <laughs> it did not cook very well. In fact, we cook, We were Was cooking whole spare ribs. We didn't know to turn them down or any of that stuff. We were just cooking. We probably cooked those things like eight hours. We'd use Flavorama number five. We'd get a fire going on the one end and let it, let it be black and sooty looking, and we were burning like hickory the whole time, putting hickory to it, hickory to it. And I don't know who ate them. We drank so much beer by the end of it, we didn't care, you know. But that was that was one of the first things I remember cooking. You know, just hanging out in my uh, buddy's some... house. I went at my house. Okay. Yeah, I went at my house. That, but that I mean, the first thing I probably ever cooked on a grill was probably hot dogs. That's something my mom and dad would have let me cook on a Weber or either. The, I mean, everybody remembers old park grill. Yeah. We would have. I remember we would have from a little kid. We would go to um, man, what was the name of that lake? For some reason, I want to say Blue Lake, but it was over in Arkansas. And we would have these Fourth of Julys with our whole mama's side of the family. And, they'd, you know, my uncles would bring grills and stuff. And we'd have some of those park grills go. And they'd let us kids cook hot dogs on those where you just throw us some coals in there. And, yeah. You know, just to keep us busy. Yeah. But that's that's one of the first things I really remember cooking. But
2: What was the first thing you cooked at a contest? Um, the, Not that you just kind of hung out, but kind of were in charge of. Actually cooked. Yeah.
0: It'd be ribs really? for sure, yeah. You and Wyland. Yep, it'd be ribs. The first contest we ever cooked was Southam Spring Springfest, and Mister Dave did all the cooking. We just kind of were his pit bitches. I mean, that's <laughs> what we did. Whatever he said, and that's a, that's a, a and we did. We cooked bologna. We cooked pork butts, ribs. We cooked uh deer, a sausage like a deer smoked sausage. But not that to in turn. For exotic. Oh, you did? Yeah. We turned in. Uh, of course, we did ribs. How'd and, you place? Oh, we didn't do no good at all. <laughs> like, I don't think we got to call it anything. First thing we ever got to call in. That was the next was, question.
2: The uh, question. Red
0: beans and rice. And you'd have thought we won the grand championship that day because we rode around the back of the truck, showed everybody our red beans and rice trophy. That's what the big, and we didn't even cook it. It was like Theron Malone came to, he was, being him and Waylon were kind of had a, I don't know if you call it a team. We were all getting into a competition barbecue at the same time, and everybody was cooking in the backyard, but we wanted to cook pro, so we made a little team, us three. Called what was it the name? Just porking around, <laughs> and that was just. And so we did. Um, we went up, and did a couple of contests, just us three. But we would go back to Lakeland Fun Fest, and it was our party. So we did that as Killer Hogs, and then Theron come over and cooked with us. And uh, he only got to cook with us one time, I think. <laughs> because <laughs> he did red beans and rice he said he had a great recipe and we cooked you know we were cooking ribs and doing all the normal stuff i think just backyard then y'all were bad but,
2: influences
0: oh yeah no his, i think his his wife came out his kids may, she may have brought the kids and then her dad came out and he was like really having a good time and so we stayed out there and it was like i don't know it's two in the morning i look over there and Theron's father-in-law's just passed out in one of the chairs. His wife comes up to the next. It's not good. It's not good at all. I mean, we've been just raising hell, you know. We got his father-in-law out there just laid out. They, it was it was good time, but we won red beans and rice. You we've got a lot with, of people in trouble hanging out with us at barbecues back then. Not, you not now. No yeah, you ain't
2: cooking with them boys no more. Yeah, you ain't cooking with them boys <laughs> no more.
0: Y'all weren't just porking around. We don't know what y'all were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're more killer hogging it We're going hog. <laughs>
2: What's the one piece I'm of sure, advice uh, You wish yeah. you'd, you could give yourself Like if you could go back and give yourself
0: Man that's a good one For like cooking Not uh, for, uh, life, for, <laughs> <laughs> for I don't know um,
2: What's a life. mistake you used to make over and over and over
0: I guess changing, one way to look at changing every you know, oh, not sticking with the same thing and just be you know, constantly you know change, getting out that's of the right. habit of changing stuff, like chasing you know, yeah, Always
2: that's chasing. A, that's a
0: bad that's a bad habit to get into. I mean, I've gotten to where I don't do it anymore. But we used to want to change stuff all the time, and it's about being consistent when you're doing competition barbecue. So small changes, you know, you small make... tweaks, yeah, but you don't get away from yeah. what you know works. And that's that's hard to get in your head when you go to a contest and you don't get calls. You know, you do, and then you don't get calls for a while. It messes you up, and you think, oh, I'm chasing it. i got to do this. i got to do that. Or somebody else said they used this, and that doesn't cut it. You'll just end up going in circles. So that was some, I guess I'd give myself that advice. I'd you probably.
2: need to give yourself that advice on a regular basis. I like- I'm not going to give myself advice
0: <laughs> at all.
2: What's a piece of advice that somebody gave you when you first started cooking that you wish you hadn't took?
0: Hmm. Man, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I when I first started hanging out with said. y'all,
2: uh you would show it with a bucket full of water and wood. Yeah, yeah, no, that was
0: it. We used to soak wood. That was that was dumb. That like, was... Just keep it.
2: Keep it full of wood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh yeah, I don't have an answer for that. You don't have a
2: good one Uh-oh. for that one. Skip um, that one. What's, yes, something you, tough ones. What's, what's something you used to swear by that you probably wouldn't do today? Something that you always used to do, never fail, but now you think, eh, it's not Place as important from a cooking.
0: I don't know. Probably burning onions in the fire. Yeah. We used to always, you didn't catch us, and, and that's been a lot of people. If you come to the Memphis area, you knew you are in Memphis because you smelled all these onions burning, and they smell... Fantastic. You think you're at the fair, you know, but I don't know <laughs> if it really does anything. I've I've done it, you know, using mustard as a binder. <laughs> There's no it doesn't really do much. Other than you can see where you put your rub, I get that from it. But as far as taste it you can't tell.
2: What was your first smoker you ever
0: personally owned? Oh me I know I know for a fact me and the bought it at Cecil's in South Haven. It was just one of those old Char-Broil I don't think it was a name. I don't know where they got it. It didn't have a name brand on it, but it was like the one with the side firebox is made out of like almost 10 full. <laughs> you know, it's cheap <laughs> yeah, metal. Yeah, We paid like 100 bucks for it, maybe 125 is right the side you? firebox Uh high school. Okay. Layla was pushing, bringing in grocery baskets and they had it up there. And I think it got a employee discount. It was like, Did you
2: know, y'all go 50 50 or something?
0: Oh, no. So we got that smoker we brought it home and then we didn't put it out back. We set it in the front yard. Like, you know how my mom's walkway comes up to the house in the neighborhood? It was out there on the walkway. We was like, we're going to go to cooking, man. We're going to learn how to cook ribs. And so we cook, you know, we'd try to cook ribs on it. We, we even went and bought live lobsters and cooked on that thing one night. And we didn't know what. We just had lobsters crawling all over the kitchen. We put them down. was right. Let them race, you know. <laughs> we had the rubber bands on the claws. we cut them loose. and
2: <laughs> try. Those poor lobsters. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> we threw them on the grill. We smoked them. Live? Were, yeah. At the, uh, we may have put them in water and just to. For like a split second, and yeah. then we threw them off, and there's like, Man, they smoked lobsters would be great. That was the worst lobster I ever tried to eat in my life. We didn't know what we were doing. We didn't split them or nothing. We would just throw those lobsters in the grill, and you know, we're gonna smoke them. So they're gonna, they
2: gotta be good. Yeah. Uh,
0: but they were not. How long did you smoke them for? Not long enough because the meat was still, it was just, it was not a good experience. We made, we we, we wasted money on these little Like they gave you, used to, you still could go to a grocery store and buy lobsters, and they give you like this little Happy Meal box to put them in. We probably had a dozen of them. <laughs> You know, everybody had a lobster. You know, all my buddies was over hanging out. We we're gonna have steak and lobster, and it did, did not work out.
2: Did you like everybody eat the lobster and like? Eh.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh, it was, it was- yeah. Who ruined those lobsters? It was a waste. I, it was a it was a bad idea. <laughs> Real bad idea. Looking back on it, we were young. We didn't know it better.
2: Hey, you gotta learn some yeah. way. Lobster races seemed like a good one.
0: That was you know, fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, my mom and dad didn't appreciate it. They weren't there.
2: That would have been a good TikTok now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would.
2: What's the first time you what's the first thing you cooked on the grill when you were like, That's it? I got it fig- I got it all figured out now. <laughs> I'm a
0: genius. I'm a barbecue genius. Be ribs. Ribs. That's where we cut our teeth on. We would go all over the country cooking ribs. You know, we'd throw our grills in the back of a truck and go cook a contest. So um, you know, We we come up through the backyard or through the how do you call it patio backyard whatever it's it's the amateur amateur part of the contest where a lot of the contests we were cooking had a pro side and and backyard side and
2: it was the Memphis and And that's how we learned
0: yeah that's how we learned so and ribs was what we cooked and then we moved on to shoulders and we moved on to whole hogs and then we got into cooking chicken and and brisket and all the other stuff that goes with comp cooking and steaks and so. Ribs was the first thing that that we ever felt like we' were really good at we could yeah. go to a contest compete with the pros and we'd we'd make finals and we knew we weren't going to beat them because we didn't have the fancy setups and had been doing it all but we knew we cooked the rib as good as them so if we were in there in the finals we you know we knew we were going to get you know we didn't figure we'd be grand but we figured we'd get our share of first second get third there. in that category yeah. and we did we had a lot of fun doing that that's when I when I first met you. We were dragging you around doing those too so We'd haul, haul these fake trees with us places. And we had, we had it crammed a down. Tent. We had it all packed in a Dodge pickup truck.
2: We had it so crammed on one trip to I forgot where it was, but it was far away. It was like a six hour trip. I had to keep the fake flowers in my lap a whole way there and the whole way back. I hated that. <laughs> I don't
0: remember where that was, do It was like Alabama Georgia or, or somewhere. Something. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like Stone Mountain, Georgia. Yeah. I had to yep. travel
2: with the God, that's
0: been a long time ago. fake
2: plants for the on-site judging.
0: I um, don't even know why we took those. <laughs> like those helped us. <laughs> you know, let's take these two fake trees. I'm pretty
2: sure I was like, we have got to take the fake trees.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, what set this, <laughs> that's what's going to make the difference here. These fake trees were hauling all over the country. They're <laughs> all over the South.
2: Maybe. We'd put them in the back of the truck, leaves.
0: Flow everywhere. That's why we started putting them inside. We'd lost too many leaves off them.
2: Of. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't afford any new fake trees.
0: Yeah. Those were Bud specials. I think we found them at Bud's discount dollar store.
2: So what experience do you think led to you learning the most about barbecue?
0: Uh, just doing it over and over and over. You know, not, not one in particular, but. There wasn't anything uh, that. I wouldn't like some eye-opening moment. It was just like, I loved it. I th- to me, it's fun. It still is fun. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. I love competing. I love cooking barbecue. I love sharing it with my friends. And that's been, that's. That's pretty much why I do what I do. Just because I like I love it so much and love sharing it. So
2: you love coming up with an idea and seeing yeah. if
0: it's going to work. I mean, I do. I love cooking. I love I mean, that's you know cooking's fun to me. And whether it's outside or inside, I, I love it all. And you know, trying to see if I can do new stuff or perfect it on old stuff, and and eat and eating. I hate to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst part. <laughs> Look at me.
2: <laughs> so what do you have coming up?
0: Uh, Memphis and May. That's a big thing on my radar right now. Uh, we are doing... I mentioned early Fergie's coming. Richard Fergola from Fergalicia Barbecue. He's going to come show us how to do some Kansas City-style burn-ins. That's kind of what he's
2: known for, yeah, it? Yeah,
0: that's what he's known for. So
2: We got um, Matt Pittman from Meat Church. He's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, we're,
0: we are doing... Week. We're, we're uh, experimenting virtual. with our new video podcast guests where we can bring different people in um, over the computer. So we're going to see how that works. Uh, we've got a couple... Who we, Tyler? Who do we have scheduled? We've got Nick Mangold. We're going to, I want to do a podcast with yes. him, right? Yes. But that's not gonna be. Is that gonna be on ours or his? He's on ours. Okay. So he uh, he was tight end for the Jets. Yes. And then we've got. Do you remember the other guy's name that's coming on in the near future?
1: Uh, we're, doing we're doing Colin in. Thompson, but you're on his podcast. Okay, I'll be on his. <laughs> He's
0: a tight end for the Panthers, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They're so we've the got Panthers. these football players that are into barbecue.
2: A lot of football players yeah. are into barbecue. Yeah.
0: Eric Cush. I talked to him regularly. He's He's up there in uh, Ohio still, I think.
2: Um, Matt said that he will bring the best hair and barbecue to the podcast. The
0: best hair in barbecue. All right. And He's got me beat.
2: I, I was, at first, I was
0: like. I, I do the run and gun style. Just get up, go. You get out of the shower. <laughs> throw some gel in it or whatever and just rock and don't care.
2: At first, I was like, oh, that's a bold claim, Matt. But yeah. Now, now that that I, I think Myron. about it. That's <laughs> Myron's got some nice hair.
0: Rick Dalton, he was a, he had the hair going. Yeah, yeah. That's some tall shoes to feel golden boy. I know some guys with some hair now are yeah. <laughs> proud of it.
2: <laughs> if Michael was a little bit older, he might be. He would
0: get in there with his mullet, yeah. But no, that's uh, you know, that's that's our upcoming. The main thing, main focus is gonna be Memphis in May. We are doing a crawfish workshop tomorrow, uh, shop days. Oh, that's tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That is
2: tomorrow. Um, we got that this weekend. Um, we got our meeting on Sunday. We got to go downtown and do that. We yep. got possible rib practice going on Sunday. Heck yeah. You're filming a tomahawk.
0: Next week. Day. That's right. Tomahawk steak. Another tomahawk steak. You're
2: going to try to hang it in a drum.
0: I am. I'm gonna play with some power tools. Put some holes in the end of the bone. Hook it up tomorrow one of hooks. Get it on the drum. And and cook it. We'll see. That's just going to be because I want to eat some steak. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know how that's going to turn out, do you? I've never done it. But.
2: And there, um, we've got the Mudbug Bash in Hernando next weekend.
0: Yeah, is there still tickets for that? That's a Palmer uh, Home event. That's their crawfish event. they Sold it out. Oh, have they? Okay. But
2: they are doing a little fair um, on the street in Hernando. It'll be
0: right off the square. Yeah, right off the square on Pinala Street. Hernando. So
2: um, if you are around in Hernando next weekend, um, swing by. Me and Katie will be running that booth, passing out
0: some. Awesome. I'll probably at the shop that day, probably doing a rib practice. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. And eating some crawfish. Yeah. But that's that's about all we got for today, Shell. Uh, where can they find us?
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to connect with Malcolm, it's how to BBQ right on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook,
0: tikitoki
2: Toggy, and YouTube. That's right. If you'd like to connect with me, it's Miss Southern Shell on Instagram.
0: All right. We appreciate y'all hanging out for us or with us and all that good stuff. And we will see y'all next time. We gone.